0: Man, dude, talking about bowel movements, like, (laughs) (laughs) great segue.
1: about the time she walked away from me nobody likes you when you're 23 and I still more abuse my
2: TV shows what the hell is ADD my friends say I should act my age what's my age again what's my age again
0: Hello and welcome to the Elder Emo Podcast, where we talk about all things pop-punk, emo, post-hardcore, the broader punk scene, and everything in between, and play some jams for you. Today on the podcast, we find out that I apparently hate everything, and we talk about the importance of the instrumentals behind our favorite songs, as well as the importance of instrumental music in general. We also cover some advice on what to do with your leftovers after cooking a meal, and at the beginning, there is way too much talk about bowel movements. I hope you enjoy, and thanks for joining us.
3: What's up, guys? How you guys doing? Welcome to the potty the podcast. Where we do potty things. Potty. Oh, because he was talking about pooping earlier. Yeah, it was.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah Trevor said potty? he had
4: a, a five o'clock appointment earlier. With the yeah, potty. Five On the porcelain, the porcelain, porcelain throne. throne. Yeah. There you the go. Porcelain
0: <laughs> throne. I like it.
4: Got to got to make sure it's scheduled just right. Otherwise, it Bro. just doesn't work. Yeah, dude. <laughs>
0: So,
3: the so harder I get, the more like in sync it has to be.
4: Yeah, it has to be in sync, and it has to be on the the right toilet. It can't be just on any yeah, toilet. Exactly. It's got to be on that that particular toilet.
0: That exactly. Yeah.
4: <laughs> so you have to make sure at that point in time, every day, that you are in that area, so you yep. can quickly yeah, exactly. rush.
0: Got it. Got to have it.
4: Well, no, you wouldn't want to rush that if it's it's, yeah. it's a scheduled thing. You got you got you to get set up, man. You got to you take gotta, your
0: time, light a candle,
4: you know. You know, get break out the magazine yeah, or pour some wine. Yeah. There you go. Put you gotta, on my toilet. You got to make a thing of it. The robe, yeah. You got to make that's sure what, you're nice and comfy.
0: That's what happens when you're. Is it 30. pure <laughs> silk?
4: Yeah. There you go. Completely. it has got to be silk. This it has is, a little hood and everything.
0: This is my bowel movement robe. <laughs> man
4: yeah the Dude. b the bmr the
0: bmr <laughs> that's the new thing that actually has that embroidered into. in gold on the back of it there you
3: go BMR.
0: <laughs> what, what does that stand nice.
4: for you don't know well let me tell you
0: you must not be 30 yet
4: <laughs> you're gonna learn today
0: <laughs> man Dude, talking about bowel movements, like. <laughs> <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> it's talking about bowel movements, my favorite bowel movement is a band called Movements. Anyway, no. Um, so yesterday we had this class that we had to go to in Lubbock. For about that, the bowel movements? Suite. Yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> for work. There was like a training that we had to go to, me and like three other guys. And bro, like, I'm sorry if this is too much information for the listeners, but so I went to the bathroom a bunch and afterwards, uh, one of the guys was like, man, why, why did you pee so much? Like you went to the bathroom like five times. I was like, dude, why do you, you care? What? bro?" Yeah, I was like, it's not that I had to pee. It's cause I had to fart like so bad <laughs> and we're in a class. So it's like dead quiet except for the guy talking. And I didn't want to just be like. Yeah. Well. Anyway, and you can zone this unit to this room, and that's where you disguise it with a cough. You gotta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like the, Dude, the Family I was, Guy episode. Yeah. Was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, bro. I was bloated as crap. Like it would have been super loud. <laughs> there's a lot of pressure, so I would just go to the bathroom. There's and...
4: some. There's some times where that happens. Like you, you eat something. Like it's not even anything that you would think, like Taco Bell or anything like yeah. that. It's just like you randomly eat something, and it just makes you have like.
0: Bro, that's the thing. Horrible I, gas. I hadn't eaten anything all day. That's I had, why I had two. That yeah. Well yeah, I had two of uh, those black rifle coffee things from the gas oh, station. Oh, there you go. That's, <laughs> that's probably. That'll, that'll do. there you go <laughs> yeah. right there. Coffee. And then, and then I ate chicken strips for lunch, and my stomach just went downhill fast. Chicken strips and coffee.
4: Yeah. Mm. It was just <laughs> such a great company. That's the it's that's horrible. the that's the southern treatment right there. Yeah.
0: Moral of the story: The older you get, the less you can actually enjoy food and beverage. No, I, I think it's like, just
4: like make sure you <laughs> you know what what you're doing. I guess I don't. What are you? Yeah, what I mean, are, what, are you, what are you? What are you drinking there? Coffee. Okay, you're gonna be gassy.
3: Yeah. yeah, I mean, considering the fact that like the older I get, the more I realize like I. I definitely have IBS, dude. Like, there's no, there's, there's no fucking, you know what I mean? Like, my body hates me, dude. And like, anything that I eat, I have to be careful. So I mean, like, the more I'm like, I carry a bottle of Tums around with me, man.
0: Oh my god.
3: It's that bad. You know what I mean? Like, if I don't, then I'll just be all day at work, just like trying to like get shit done. You know what I mean? No, just freaking,
4: <laughs> just crop dusting everybody in your path. Yeah, dude. Every time you walk into the room, they're like, wait, oh no, prepare yourself.
0: All right, we need, we need to set
4: up this. P- <laughs> <laughs> he, he's here. Set up the blockade. <laughs> Plug your noses. <laughs> your <fans ready. laughs>
0: Brace yourselves, Trevor's coming.
4: <laughs> oh, good Lord.
0: Man, so that, that just reminded me of when we recorded our first song in Austin a few years ago. I literally had this acid reflux attack like the night before. And oh, God. it almost felt like appendicitis. It was so bad, dude. And like, it just hit me. out of nowhere. Like, it was probably like nine o'clock at night. I'm sitting there like watching a movie like, oh, to do to do going to get up and go record my first song in a professional studio ever tomorrow. And my stomach's like, nope. And then so like the whole time, my first time ever in Austin, my first time ever recording in a studio and I had very little sleep and my stomach hurt like crap. And so, I like you said, I carried a bottle of Tums with me and I just did whatever I wanted. I drank as much beer as I wanted, I ate as much food as I wanted. And after everything, I would just pop like four Tums and I made it through somehow. I recorded the song with my stomach, like feeling like it was going to fall out of my butt. And Damn, you played
3: the drums with, with feeling like that? Yeah.
0: And then, dude, when I got home, like after the weekend was over, when I got home, I kid you not, it felt like an actual brick came out of me. It was the weirdest thing. Did you did you record the moment?
4: I about to say, did no. you record the
5: <laughs> <laughs> Did you
4: did you document
0: this? Did you send I it mean, to Guinness World Records? I should have. <laughs> just you know, on the on the toilet for the first time in three days, just ha selfie, look at this. I could build a house with what's coming out of me. Take the measurements and everything world's most rectangular poop (laughs) (laughs) it was like a perfect rectangle just yeah
4: (laughs) like those those corners were hard to get out of there
0: (laughs) it it hurt
4: anyhow yeah that's enough poop talk that is way too much poop talk oh man way to start the show let's get let's get deep and personal (laughs) hope you guys are comfortable
0: now yep beautiful Mm. we're there we're at that level let's go yeah (laughs) we're We're, we're (laughs) just we're just that intimate with our audience by this point how how are you guys doing
4: doing very well doing very well it was uh mine and my wife chelsea's two-year wedding anniversary on monday it was it was indeed it's beautiful we've celebrated two years of being married, um, eight years total of being together at this point in time. So um, yeah we uh, we are broke. So this is what happened. Um, for our anniversary Aren't we all? yes well, Just she a- she wanted to get me something very nice and um, I've been saying that I wanted the new Xbox console for like the longest time. And mm-hmm. she asked me how much trade in value I would get for my current console to trade in for it. And she requested that and I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, one second. If we're gonna be doing trade in for any console, then I wanna trade in my switch to get the brand new switch, the O L E D model. Oh okay. it's got a it's got a larger screen, better frame rate, um, better battery life like it's it's like the total package it's got the kickstand on the back is like the full back unfolds so it's a lot more sturdy i don't know if any of you listening have owned a switch or know that what i mean by kickstand a nintendo switch it's a portable slash dockable tv to handheld gaming experience from nintendo and um so, you can put it in tabletop mode, and the original models had this little tiny, little tiny kickstand, maybe like an inch or two long, and maybe like half an inch wide, for this extended, large, you know, piece of equipment to put in <laughs> tabletop mode. Not sturdy whatsoever. No. The, the, the new OLED model has like a full back kickstand that comes out, and it, it's adjustable- To the point where you can actually, like, if you're standing, like, straight up, you can, like, basically set it flat without setting it flat with this kickstand. And, like, also, like, depending on where you're sitting in accordance to where you have it in tabletop mode, you can adjust it, you know. Really nice. Really beautiful. Not only did we trade in for that, we traded in for the limited edition Pokemon version for the new Pokemon games. Nice. Yes, but we traded in the console, a few controllers, some games, and I was able to get not only the the console, but I was able to get the new Pokemon game as well. And also, we got enough trade-in value for all the stuff I traded in um, to get her a few games as well. She's also a gamer, so I was able to get her some stuff as well for the anniversary, and we had a nice little dinner I, I made us some dinner. I made us some breaded chicken with some green beans and some uh, baked potatoes. It was very nice. Now we're talking. That sounds awesome. I made like a uh, soy right. sauce type glaze like okay. it, to put over the chicken and mix in with the green beans. Man, it was really nice. It worked out really well. Heck yeah. But I just love the fact that we we just had a nice at-home experience. We had the kiddo with us, you know, we we enjoyed each other's company. We were able to get each other something nice. And it it was just really 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 nice. I loved it. It was it was beautiful. And we didn't spend a dime. That's that that's I awesome. think that's the most beautiful part, part about it. We oh, didn't yeah. spend a single dime, man. Like it's and just you guys the heck, hell of- yeah, dude. Yeah, man, That's like awesome. we were able to get each other what we wanted and we were able to, you know, enjoy each other's company. Like I made her dinner. We sat down and we watched some ghost adventures on the DVR.
0: Nice. It was It was wow. fun.
4: It was a really fun experience. We enjoyed
3: it. That's awesome,
0: dude. We are truly old. <laughs> a, a nice evening is breaded chicken and DVR. Yeah, man. Welcome. Enough, dude. You don't you don't Welcome. spend a
4: single a single penny, bro. You don't spend
0: a single dime. Well, you know I'm still in the dating stage, so I spend every penny I have.
4: But you don't have to.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't. You, I you, try. I try. You, like you want to. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, yes. yeah. I mean, of course, I want. I want. To like I want to spend
4: things, as but, much money as I can on her. You know, it's just the thing. That's what
0: you do. But I would agree. Like, but you I, don't I'm, have to. I'm shocked at how much I enjoy being the one to make dinner yeah like i i would say i so far i've cooked like 99 percent of the time maybe that's not maybe like 90 95 percent because you know we've been to her house a couple of times and she's you know throwing stuff in the oven but like i love to grill like i oh, yeah, love dude. to grill grilling's the best and so i always find stuff and i'm like hey i'm just gonna throw this on the grill um come on over And, I mean, she helps with, like, the sides and stuff, but, you know, full, full like, future dad mode. Like, I'm the grill master, you know? Well, like, she... (laughs) Give give me a beer and a spatula and leave me alone for an hour. (laughs) I don't have a grill. I wish I did,
4: because I love to grill, too. Like, Mm. you know this. Like, I've I've grilled for you guys a few times. But, um, no, it's just, I, I like to cook. I just don't have the patience for it. I, I don't, I don't, and she brought that up. She was like, so why don't you cook all the time? And I'm just like, I'm not patient. I can't do it. And plus. Because I, it pisses me off. It, it does. It really does. No, <laughs> it, it literally took me over an hour to get our dinner prepared and made yeah. for us yeah. on Monday. But the thing about it was, was because it was for her, you know, I enjoyed it. I, I had yeah. a blast doing it. It seemed like it didn't even take that long. I was like, holy crap, has it really because been? Because you were doing
3: it for her. Yeah, life. I
4: was like, has it yeah. really been this long, you know? And yeah. It's, it's yeah, very nice. Thing.
3: That's one thing that I love about, like, so when we moved into the apartment, like, before we moved over here, like, I was telling Kelly, I was like, man, I miss cooking. Because when I lived in my own, dude, I cooked, but just for myself, you know what I mean? I right. cook a lot. And I wanted to cook more, and I told Kelly, I was like, I'm not that great at cooking. I was like, I can grow really well, but I haven't, like, had that much experience in the kitchen. So she started paying for HelloFresh for month, monthly for HelloFresh, mm. and um, I'm not a sponsor by the way, um, but <laughs> um, but you we, could sponsor We use us. it every night, man. We we. <laughs> that'd be awesome. But, um, we, we use it every night, dude. Um, we get the three meals and like, it's taught me a lot, dude. Like and now and I I enjoy cooking with her. Like that's part of our night. Like we both get home at the same time Yeah. and she'll either have already started cooking or I'll have already started cooking. You nice. know what I mean? Like, and then she'll help me with the sides or, or I'll help her with the sides. You know what I mean? It's, it's usually how it goes, dude. I mean, and it's Heck helped yeah. me, like I said, it's helped me, help me cook and made me enjoy cooking a little bit more because we do it together and we Oh yeah. go and sit down and eat. Everything's and already food. portioned out for you too, right? Yeah, exactly. There you go. Hell yeah. Yeah.
4: That's always my main thing. I hate portioning everything out. I hate the prep. The prep is what pisses me off the most, man, because I can't cut an onion to save my life. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) I try to do it the way that they show it on TV, bro. It is not easy. Bro, I. No, it's not easy.
0: What I've got to get better at is that myself. Like, I always just make a crap ton of everything, and then it sits in my fridge because we're only two people. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm not going to eat it because I'm the one night that she comes over for dinner is the one night I'm home to eat dinner, you know, and the rest of the time I'm like eating somewhere else or eating on the go pretty much. And so dude, on my birthday, she bought four ribeyes for me. Damn. Um, because you know, they had a sale on the four pack and I cooked our two ribeyes. Neither one of us finished them. So I cut mine up and I was like, Oh, you know, I'll have it for lunch tomorrow or whatever. She cut, hers up and put it in a little to-go thing and left it in my fridge and she was going to take it home but she forgot it dude two ribeyes so basically three because uh considering you know both of ours were roughly half three ribeyes just went to waste because i cooked all of them because i was like well you know might as well just cook them now and then they just sat there and i was like i'll have it for dinner tomorrow i'll have it for dinner tomorrow and two weeks later i was like I don't think I can eat this anymore, dude. Leftovers, Safely.
4: leftovers. Me, me, and uh, Chelsea, we make uh, we make a lot of food. Like we make enough food to where we have leftovers for days because it's just the two of us, right? Yeah. So when we make spaghetti, we make the whole pound of spaghetti the whole the whole pound of you know hamburger meat. We we make a huge mm-hmm. pot and we have spaghetti leftover for like two days afterwards. A lot of times, those leftovers will just sit in the fridge and go to waste. And by the time we get back to it, I'm like, oh, shit, this is not good anymore. It's all icy yeah. and, like, dried yeah. up. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, mm-hmm. ah, dude, we can't eat that anymore. It makes me feel bad. I'm like, dude, I yeah. can't. You're all
3: disappointed in yourself. Yes. I'm like,
4: damn, man. Like, <laughs> I failed.
3: Yeah. It's always those days where you're, like, super hungry, too. You're like, I'm going to go in the fridge. I'm going to get some food, man. And I'm like, oh, we still have this spaghetti. Uh, oh, no. yeah. Yeah. never
4: mind. Right? It's like you haven't been to the
0: grocery store. And you're like, I have leftovers. And then you open the fridge. And it's like. Those leftovers are growing hair. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, damn it, man. Uh,
4: it's it's been a hassle, but you know,
0: I need to get better at it. Leftovers are waste food so much.
4: We need to get better at portioning, for sure. But I say that, and it's just going to keep happening. That's just the way of life. Yeah,
0: (laughs) absolutely. And all that being said, I have like two packs of chicken and like three packs of New York strips just sitting in my freezer that I keep forgetting about too anytime I think like I'm gonna cook this tonight it's already too late and it's still frozen because I forgot to thaw it out yeah (laughs) You got mm. you to gotta, you gotta, prepare in advance. Yeah, and then so I'm like tomorrow, and then the tomorrow is like a night that I'm not even going to be home. My so philosophy
4: like, oh. is you can always thaw stuff in the microwave, but don't expect it to be really good because you thawed the shit yeah. in the microwave. It, exactly, par- yeah. it partially cooks it when you thaw it in the microwave. I never use the microwave. Yeah, it's terrible. I'll drop
0: it in like hot water yeah, for there a there while you go. before I'd say, anything. Yeah, drop it in some hot water. There you go. But that only works if it's already been thawing out for a little while. Unless you leave it in the hot water for like hours. but Well, my, my thing
4: is like two days in advance, say, okay, I want this steak. I'm going to set it in the fridge and let it thaw out in the yeah. fridge. That's the, that's, that's the
0: pristine way of doing it. Let it thaw yeah. out in the fridge. That's what I know. try to do. But then it's like, okay, I set it out. And then the day that it should be ready for me to cook, I'm not home. <laughs> yeah. And then the next day... I'm not home or I'm at dinner with my girlfriend or my parents. And then finally, I, when I'm ready to cook it, it's just like spoiled in the fridge. Yep. I'm like, it's all gray mother. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's
4: a thought process cooking
0: adult shit. (laughs) Elder emos. Yes. Mind you elder. That is the theme of the show. Yes.
4: Indubitably.
3: Are we elders? maybe people will learn from our mistakes and portion their shit. There you go. Portion your <laughs> shit people.
0: Portion it out,
4: get yeah. it prepared, get a plan in place. Make sure you don't have wastes like we do.
0: That's going to be the name of this episode. Portion your <laughs> portion your shit people. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Cool. Let's uh let's roll through some jams real quick. Yeah, let's hit a block, man.
5: Fuck the enemies. A party, would you like to care? But you
2: track the
0: Phone was running away from me. Zach was uh Zach was absent for that whole ordeal. He missed it.
4: I'm late, what I missed what happened. Ay ay ay. Uh
0: okay?
4: sorry, the, the the piss hit me right at the wrong moment. It was like right at the tail end of that song. I was like, I gotta go And now the floodgates have
0: opened. They did open. Rawr. Yes. No, I was going to get my microphone. And it just like kept spinning and spinning and spinning and it would never like stop where I could talk into it. Oh, I you let it keep spinning. Gravity. That what? Gravity's working against Gra- me.
4: Gravity goes down. Not <laughs> there around. you go.
0: What is this? What?
4: Gravity goes down, not around.
0: Gravity is the force. Like I'm Star Wars? I am one with the force and the force is with me. <laughs> <laughs> the force was not with you, bro. No, it wasn't. It was not with me. <laughs> I must be a Sith. Well, the Force
4: is with the Sith, too. Eh, 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 screw this. No, I'm we're not that. We're not talking about this. No, we're yeah, not, we're getting not getting talking about this. Star Wars. <laughs> Cut that crap out. I've been watching too much Star Wars
3: lately. Shut, Shut up, up, nerds. pretty good, but I mean... Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for the people that are, like, super into anime right now and still trying to keep up with the, the MCU universe, man, like... There's so many new animes coming out and new like releases and I mean they just released Bleach again, man. You know what I mean? They just dude. Did the whole- I know. I haven't
4: gotten there yet, but yeah, I'm like a huge anime fan. And at this point, I'm like, dude, anime is the- a good
0: time for me to get a beer.
4: There's there is uh, so so much anime right now. It's it's unreal. Like, good lord. <laughs> I remember when it used to be so simple, but now there's like. Tons of animes, man, and it's just, yeah, it's so hard to keep up with. Like, there's a few that I really, really like that I, I genuinely keep up with. But there's some that have come out more recently that I'm still like, I don't, I don't know if I want to jump into that because I've got all this other stuff that I'm also watching that I always rewatch too. You know, yeah, like Death Note, I've rewatched at least five times. Um, Naruto, I've rewatched Naruto at least three times. Um, I'm on One Piece, which you can't really rewatch that as no, many that times as old. you can other stuff. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I try to rewatch with the wife, but she can't. She can't keep up with me because of the subtitles. She goes oh, okay. to sleep after like three episodes or so. Like she starts dozing off, so I can't. I can't really binge with her if it's got subtitles cuz yeah. she goes to sleep and I'm like you got to you got to stay up you got to binge like 10 you got to you got you gotta you to binge <laughs> like 10 or 15 episodes come on like there's so much here so yeah interesting and what's your opinion on anime my oh, friend
0: um so the last anime i watched was probably uh, dragon ball z the very first ever broly movie like when i was like 10 <laughs> um <laughs> I love you guys. I love all you guys listening. Don't take this the wrong way, but I have some friends who have talked about anime so much that when I hear the word anime, I want to go on a killing spree. Like, I there have been people in my life who have just not 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 either of you guys. Yeah, I know. I but, like. I know you don't watch anime, so I don't yeah, openly talk but about like, it. There have been yeah. people. I have been described, and I tuned it out, so I don't, I couldn't repeat it to you. But I have been described the full plot of so many anime movies and shows that, like,
3: you don't I, even have to watch them. You know actually,
0: <laughs> like, I actually wanted to shoot myself, and that's, I wish that was a, an exaggeration. But I was either going to strangle this person or jump off of a cliff, like. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> That's extreme, I'm sorry That's probably, Brandon's getting real extreme up in it's here It's probably triggering for some people But that's how much I don't like cartoons I can't do animation anymore I, As hardcore of a Marvel fan as I am I hate What If Not because it's not good But because it's an animated show I don't like animation I don't relate to it When I watch it, I feel like I'm wasting my time I would rather watch A girly chick flick movie than any cartoon wow any cartoon we, so like me and my girlfriend we have a jar full of movies that we like she wrote down a bunch of movies and I wrote down a bunch of movies and we like threw them in a jar and now we like we draw a movie at random every time we have a movie night mm-hmm. I've had to watch Tarzan and a Goofy movie but I've also had to watch The Princess Diaries and My Big Fat Greek Wedding and guess which movies I enjoyed more the Princess the Diaries and My Big Fat Greek <laughs> Wedding. Because there are real freaking people in those movies. And it's not a cartoon. And this is, this, this is my TED Talk. Please, just indulge me, everybody. I'm sorry. I'll be done in a minute. But I, I don't know what it is. And I want to like animated stuff. I do. But it makes me just not even the same person. I want to become Michael Myers when I watch animated movies. I just want to slash everybody's throats around me. Good lord, man! I don't know what it is. I freaking hate cartoons. Brandon is uh, ranting right now. Except the Iron Giant, that movie is beautiful.
3: What uh, What cartoon hurt you, man? Yeah, honestly, (laughs) for real. Like Brandon's just over here on like a like a killing spree. Scooby do let you down, yeah, man. Like (laughs) I actually
0: did I unmask the wrong person. What happened? (laughs) (laughs) I actually don't want to kill anybody, but I see red when I watch animated movies. That's that's real.
4: I mean, everybody's entitled to their own opinions, and it's okay to be wrong, Brandon. Like, it's okay to be wrong.
0: I think it bothers me, like, and again, no offense to anybody who likes animated anything. I think it bothers me more that it's so popular among grown adult people. Yeah, man. Like, you can you can you can do a lot
4: more with animated stuff than you can with you can live action stuff. And for that and reason alone, I should love it, but. It, it's just so stupid. There, there's there's a lot of animated stuff out there that's just very emotionally deep. There's there's animes out
3: there that have made me pull actual tears, dude. Like I cry. Huh. Like I was gonna say the same thing, dude. Like, cause like when I first started watching anime, like I was the exact same way, Brandon. Dude, like anytime anybody would talk. So like when we used to hang out with the guys from the old band, like. We would talk about animes and, like, I would, I have no idea what they're talking about. And I could give a shit less about animes yeah. when I was in, in the bands. And, like, I started getting to the point where I was like, you know, dude, like, growing up, my, like, I've told, said before, my parents wouldn't let me watch certain animes and, like, wouldn't let me watch certain things. So, I mean, like, Dragon Ball Z was never in my, it was never there, dude. Huh. It was never in my wheelhouse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I never watched it. But now as I get older, like, I gave, what was the first one? Like, my roommate told me he wanted me to watch Tokyo Ghoul. So I gave it a chance and I watched it, dude. And like that one got me into it and I started watching it a little bit more because it started getting in depth. And then I started watching like.
4: That's an unusual a one as a, like, first, as a first one. That's an unusual right, one. Right,
3: yeah. Yeah. But that's the first one that I ever watched, dude. That actually got me like. It kind of got me hooked, dude. And then I'm, now I'm watching, like, I'm in the middle of watching. Uh, um, what is it called? Attack on Titan? Yes, oh, dude. Like I'm watching that one right now.
4: Attack on Titan is great. I still haven't watched the newest season. I, need, really to,
3: good, I man, need to I need to get just, on the
4: I need to get on the ball with that.
3: From your standpoint, Brandon, though, I understand, dude. Like cause, like trying to get into anime, like not, not it not being a real like TV show and being like real people, it's hard. Like, for instance, when they did like they did a like cowboy bebop like I have watched cowboy bebop yeah. before yeah. and they did a they did the realistic version of cowboy bebop but it was fucking horrible dude. yeah it was, it was terrible.
0: terrible yeah that's another th- like the dragon ball movie from way back in the day oh was dude that's god awful so horrible that uh, I watched the avatar the, the,
4: movie was terrible
0: uh, yeah that one sucked um the death note movie that Netflix that did. that was terrible I was oh, excited dude, it was I was terrible. like the maybe, best part maybe about that movie was
4: Willem Dafoe Willem Dafoe yeah he did such really. a he did such a good job as Ryu, bro.
0: But, yeah, like, all
4: of the live-action
0: adaptations It's just just one of those things
4: that you don't... With anime, you
0: don't make live-action adaptations. You don't. It just doesn't work. You know what? It makes me want to just say, thank God. I mean, hallelujah that they have not tried to make a live-action Digimon movie. Yes. Because, you know... All of my hatred okay, for okay. anime coming from a kid who on, loved on, on Dragon Ball Z and Digimon. As Detective
4: a kid. Pikachu was actually pretty fucking fire, man. That that actually was pretty good. Detective Pikachu, they did a so really good know. job with it, man. Like that was well, actually. Anytime
3: you got Ryan Reynolds, it's gonna be amazing. Well, I was about to say Ryan Reynolds was a voice. So. Yeah,
4: but <laughs> it, it, it's just one of the. They did a really good job with the animations of all the Pokemon and making yeah. them look more like realistic. I guess you could say. But not say. too like grotesque. Yeah, it was, it you was know. more like, like in line with the they, cartoon. They, yeah. they animated it very well. It was a very, 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 very good adaptation. That's oh, probably yeah. one of the best adaptations of an anime. Or the only good adaptation. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't seen that movie yet, man. You gotta watch it, bro. I love yeah, it. it it's good. it's it's such a good movie. Yeah. yeah it, it's just, they, shouldn't, mean, they shouldn't even touch animated f- films and anime is like they they shouldn't like it should just be left as it is you don't want to make it live action
0: it doesn't work it's all these people trying to gain notoriety off of nostalgia oh wait that's our podcast (laughs) <laughs> good
4: segue there uh, we're a music uh, podcast let's get on that okay yeah, We've been theme, talking about we movies theme of way to the too day here you we've all got... know
0: that i hate cartoons let's move on <laughs> let's move i on. love let's all of blog, you yeah. even if you're that's
4: yours. the perfect segue there okay so um i our our topic of the day per se is um instrumental instrumentals um in music today and just instrumental like bands in general like just the the impact of instrumentals
0: in this genre and the importance of instruments and i guess you could say that this episode is instrumental in our podcast there
4: you go um mm. it's beautiful i love that that's that's great
0: thank good you job good job It um, took
4: me all night to come so up with hard. that <laughs> <laughs> beautiful so um yeah um i think it's a it's a it's a cool topic um because i could a, say it's a hot topic i'm a huge god damn it <laughs>
5: you
4: son of a bitch <laughs> you son <of> a bitch. <laughs> oh man sons of sons of bitch <laughs> no i'm i i'm a huge fan of like just instrumental music in
0: general like
4: just um i feel
0: the same about instrumental music as i do about anime
4: you suck dude Shut up I'm gonna punch you Like no cap I'm gonna punch you
0: <laughs> No cap What are you 12? Yes
4: <laughs> We gotta relate to the younger folk You know what I'm oh, saying Oh yeah
0: You know You be bussin with that <laughs> Yeah
4: Shit Can we get on the topic please? Damn it Instrumental music See this is what happens when we start late. Like, we have a little bit too much alcohol Yeah Too and then much it, to just, drink. it just It, it this is This is what happens <laughs> We end up just having a gay old time Damn it. Okay, instrumental music. Um uh, so our last <laughs> block of music included um Chon, which was Chon. one of the bands that I, I chose to play just because I, I love instrumental music, man. Like I love the the sense that you can take away a feeling that you could with like MCR, Blink 182, AFI, all those like old school bands, and you can take a sense away from it without even having vocals. Yeah. It it speaks yeah. it speaks volumes to me. Um it's 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 just I I enjoy it. Like I take I take away from instrumental music that there's a story to be told without using lyrics, too. The instrumentals speak to you the same way that a vocalist could and the same way that a a, a lyric could. Like you can hear a certain riff or a certain drum fill or a certain line, man, and you can you can take away from that and be like, "Oh, I felt that the same way that you feel like the impact of a chorus or like a hook." You know, it's there's stuff to be taken away from instrumental music in general. And I feel like it's becoming it it's becoming very more popular, much more popular than um, you would think it would. Like Polyphia just dropped their new album, dude, and it's it's insane. I don't know if either of y'all have checked that out yet.
0: No, sir. Trevor,
4: we lost Trevor. Oh, he gone. Oh, there he is. What? What happened, Trevor? Are you okay? I can't hear you.
3: Do it. Can you hear
4: me? Yeah, there you are.
3: Oh my god, that was weird. You straight up. it's first, second, it froze, you guys froze, and then all of a sudden that thing popped up on my screen and told me that it was Discord's birthday, and then went away. Then <laughs> <I wrote>. <laughs> what?
4: <laughs> PSI, everybody, it's Discord's birthday. God everybody wins Discord you. a very happy, happy Why birthday. Why are you
3: ruining this for me? Gosh <laughs> darn happy, you, happy Discord. Happy, birthday,
4: it's Discord's birthday.
0: Happy, happy but, birthday, no, it's Discord's no. birthday. Hey! No, I'm, hey, I'm already fired already up now. and angry about anime,
3: and now Discord <laughs> is going to piss me off too.
4: Okay, have you have you checked out Polyphia's new album yet?
3: Yes, I have, dude. And the uh, uh, the song with um what's stingin' it, dude? Like it's Steve Yes, dude. They have a song with Steve uh...
0: Yeah. That's pretty cool. Actually. It's freaking awesome. Uh, is... They have
4: a song with Chino Morello, too.
3: Nice. Yeah, dude. Uh, what's the name of the song that he plays on, dude? Oh, uh, Steve Yeah. Um, um it's um
4: See, this is the problem with instrumental music. You don't remember the song names at all. Yeah, dude, because it's It's that that one song that goes,
0: Yeah, (laughs) um, it's, uh,
3: I got
4: it. That's my problem with instrumental music. Uh, I'll pull it out. While
3: you're looking at it, I was going to say something. Uh, speaking about instrumental music, I'll never forget, dude. One day I was in, um, it was when I was in high school. Um, we were sitting in history class and we were taking like a test or something. And, um... There was a a kid in the class that was like, because we the teacher would let us listen to instrumental music while we were studying or whatever, and he was like, "Can I play something? It's instrumental. It has no no lyrics or anything." She's like, "Okay, as long as it's instrumental," and she's like, "Let me hear a few minutes, and then you can play it." So he let her listen to it for a second, and then she let him play it. And the name of the band was Explosions in the Sky, um, but um, oh, yeah. the song that he the song that he played I think was. Um, I don't remember the name of the song anyway um that's the first time I heard like instrumental music like without like lyrics yeah I mean of course I've heard I've heard like instrumental music I'm not trying to say I've never heard instrumental music but I mean I've never heard like kind of heavier like rock with drums and like little bit of guitar wrist in there like and like it it made me like love that like having a person with I feel like the people that have ADHD and people that are neurodivergent like I don't know. For me, for instance, like listening to stuff like that, having something that like has no lyrics that you can just literally like vibe out to, like it's it's kind of important, man, because you have those moments where you can just kind of, I guess, um, lose yourself in the music. You it's, know what
4: I mean? it's extremely important. Um, Got to lose the name of in the moment. song with Steve Vai is "Ego Death." By the way, "Ego Death." Yeah, there ego we go. Death. "Ego Death." There we go. The one with Chino Moreno is called "Bloodbath." That sounds about right. <laughs> but um. It's... Yeah, dude. Um, it's just... The importance... The importance of uh, instrumental music, I feel, is... Um, it's substantial. It really is. Um, I, I remember one of the first uh, instrumental songs I was ever shown was... I think it was Animals as Leaders was one of the oh, okay. first oh, yeah. inter- that, that instrumental songs one, yeah. uh, with um, Tosin. Tosin Abasi. Um, I just... Cause I was real into like heavy stuff at that time. And, um, I remember hearing, I can't remember what song it was, but, um, it was so like heavy. And then I realized that he uses an eight string, I believe Mm. in, in his, uh, instrumental music. And I was like, damn, Mm -hmm. that explains a lot why it's so heavy. But um, you know, and then from there it just branches out. But animals as leaders is like his low E is as thick as my spinal cord. There you go. But no, <laughs> it's it, it's it's really really cool to be able to take away like that same impact that you get from emo and like um that that branch of of music. Yeah. You, you you can pull away very like weighty stuff like you you feel the sadness in that, that that guitar lick that just got played you feel the the heartbreak in it or you feel the the intensity and the anger you know yeah it's 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 crazy the the emotions you are able to portray without lyricism
0: i wish i could understand what you're saying dude i want it so bad but I'm going to give you another hot take. I do feel the same about instrumental music as I do about anime. I don't get it. I don't understand. I like, even like when we would in school, when they would take us to like the Southwest symphony and stuff like, dude, I was so bored out of my mind and I love music. Right. But I mean, just cause you're playing trumpet in my face for four hours doesn't mean I give a crap. Like it's, I don't know why I can't, And the weird thing is like, there are bands that I love. I can listen to their instrumental, like the guitar parts and the, the, like the song arrangement. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. that's cool. Like, that's awesome. But I, I guess maybe just, I don't understand music theory enough to care. I don't know. There's, I don't understand what it is, but I just like, even Hawthorne Heights has like instrumental versions of their albums. And when I listen to it, I'm like, yeah, this would be 10 times better with the the vocals. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just can't, I can't vibe to just instruments. And it's so weird because I'm a drummer. Like, you would think that I love, like, drum-heavy music, and I, I hate drum solos. I hate them. You, the drums aren't meant to just be played by themselves for five minutes straight. Like, freaking, you're the pocket of a song. You stay in your pocket, and you you're the backbone of a song, you know? Like, that's my personal, like, mindset, I guess. And, man, I, I'm jealous. I, I'm jealous of you guys.
3: I was going to say, like, for me, dude, like, having instrumental is, like, it's almost like reading a book. Like, for me, it, in, in that sense, it's, it's like, for, when you're reading a book, like, especially if it's, like, a long, drawn-out story, you're able to put the characters together in your own mind. You there know you what I mean? You're able to make up the character, what they look like. You're able to make the scene what you want it to look like in your mind. You get what I'm saying? And then, like, for instrumental, for me, I'm able to put the song together in a way and, like, even sometimes come up with my own lyrics if I want to. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're able to... That's how I'm able to understand the sound of that song. That's I, what it looks like in my mind. Like, it's able to paint a picture for me. I, I like that. Like it uh, would be in a... I like that take. I like
4: that interpretation. Like, it's like reading a book. Because I'm a fan of reading. I, I like to read. I like to... I like to put myself in those moments and like try to paint pictures this is why yeah. I hate music videos we were talking about this <laughs> I don't know if it was on the last one or oh, an episode per- I do not like music videos I cannot stand
0: them because
4: a lot of times it's just the guys just standing there in a room with like vibrant lights and it's just
0: like or okay, a girl so in a white dress in yes. the middle of like an abandoned building yeah or something field. like
4: that you know it's just like what Smelling is this a rose. yeah <laughs> it's just like what is this 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 takes away from
0: or they're the, genting in a neon room there you go it takes away <laughs>
4: from (laughs) the the meaning behind the song in my in my opinion i cannot stand music videos i try to avoid them at all costs there's some music (laughs) videos that i actually do like because it actually takes what they're trying to say in the song and puts it into viewable form for the people but that is very few and far between yeah like there are very few bands that do that
0: and i i totally i get your like dislike of music videos for the same reason that i like music videos exactly because i'm a very visual person there you go and the aesthetic behind that would explain a lot dude the aesthetic behind something is like everything to me i probably subconsciously most of the bands i like have something to do with the way they look as much as the way they sound not like oh although, you know ben Jorgensen's hot i love armor for sleep but you know like it's like wow you know they look like the kind of like emo kid that I wanted to dress like when I was a kid, so I connected with Armor for Sleep more, you know.
4: Yeah, it's it's okay to and be, it's okay to be wrong in your own opinions, Brandon. Where <laughs> you know, um, we we all believe the wrong things at certain points in time, and this is just, you know, this is just one of those things you don't excel at. But it, but it's okay, man. It's all right.
0: You got and Trevor th- support you. You got. <laughs> Video games, anime, and now instrumental music against you. And you're going to tell me I'm wrong?
4: Yes. Every day.
0: You're outnumbered. Am I? You are. I'm not. You are. People in Hot take. Anybody leave who's listening, comments please the comments. leave the
4: comments. Um, go like the page. Um, good segue into our next music block, but it's at the Elder Emo Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And Facebook
0: and rate and review the podcast you please. can
4: email us as well send us your song requests it's the elder emo podcast at gmail.com tell zach he's wrong D- tell brandon he's wrong tell trevor he's wrong trevor oh, sorry trevor's, trevor's always right, right man trevor's i, I, I mean, right. trevor
0: trevor just seems to be the guy that's always right he's the middle ground between he really everything. is man trevor is the glue that holds this like Paper mache playing together. Exactly. <laughs> Hot take, anybody. Let us know your
4: thoughts on all of this, but we're going to segue into our next block of music.
1: My head's a haunted house. There's ghosts and ghouls always around. I try to exercise this trick, guys, but rinse i in this town. My heart's the harvest moon. It's sad as full next to you, and that the sequin knocks all fill. Stay in the back, I'm crossfading mixed depression with the panic attack Ever since I was a kid I never filled with the crowd I was hoping by my age I would have figured it out Talking about the shit I live it's like I'm swallowing razors Try to make it go away, write it down on some paper And it's tough, cause no one wants to feel like they stuck. It's getting darker now and I've had enough
4: So yeah, man. That's a uh, great song. That is a good song. Good pick, man. That yeah, was like it. I hadn't heard that yet. That's really good stuff.
0: That like, dude, I legit did not know he was on Pete Wentz's record label. That's pretty cool. Neither did I. Yeah, De- so decadence records. when we went to
3: called. uh Follow Boy had come to come to town. It was well, it was during the time that MGK and fucking um, Eminem were like during their whole their whole thing. Yeah. Um it was MGK De-beef. it was nothing nowhere. Yeah and uh fallout boy and uh they came and they played at the stadium here and first it was nothing nowhere and like i'd Mm. never heard of them dude and then kelly told me kelly's the one that informed me that they were on the same label and then fallout boy played i'm sorry mgk played and then fallout boy played yeah and just like that was before mgk had
0: a pop punk album though right like
3: yeah so that was
0: like just when fallout boy just toured with rappers all the time Mm because they're weird well for good reason i guess
3: well, yeah, yeah. I they saw they turned with,
0: MGK into a legit, like, pop punk guy, so that's cool.
3: Yeah, I mean, they would. They I saw them with Paramore and, and Wiz Khalifa too. That was that was interesting.
0: Nice, Wiz Khalifa. That's so weird.
3: It was a good show. Man. I know, like the
0: um, what was that tour they used to do back in the day? Believers never die or whatever. They did yeah. it. it was like Fifty Cent was like the co-headliner. Yeah, and it's like what the <laughs> freak is happening? What in the? <laughs>
5: I don't think what the
0: fuck is going on here. I don't think anybody wants sugar. We're going down to the candy shop.
4: (laughs) (laughs) The remix everybody doesn't want to happen. (laughs) The remix that ended it all. Uh,
3: Oh jeez. Oh goodness
4: gracious. (laughs) All right, so um, we have come to the conclusion that Brandon just does not like cultural
0: things. I just hate everything. Apparently, he
4: just does not like shit. I am the black but What sheep. is it that you do like about um, instrumentals in this uh, realm, in this genre?
3: Is it like certain ones that you like, or is it just like... Um, I'm going to be honest
0: with you. I have not heard a single instrumental track that I enjoyed. Every once in a while, I get like a, a tickle in my ear for just like a guitar tone. And then like see Stars has the instrumental version of Digital Renegades. Yeah. I'll listen to that, and I'm like, okay, that was cool for, like, a song or two. Even, like I was saying before, Hawthorne Heights, one of my favorite bands ever. I love their guitar parts, especially on um, If Only You Were Lonely. But I listen to the instrumental version of the album, and I'm like, all right, I need JT to start singing, like, soon, or I'm going to lose interest fast. What about you know? the Dance Gavin Dance instrumentals? They're, they're nice, like... <sighs> I can listen to that when I'm falling asleep, but that's what it does. It puts me to sleep. Like, I just, you know, I need vocals. I need you to tell me a story. You know, like I, I
3: was about to say, dude, it's it's funny. Like that, that, that you say that because like growing up, like being in bands with you, like I've noticed something like over there, like, I mean, we've been friends for, for ooh, hot fucking take ever. <laughs> um, Growing up you were always a lyricist. Yeah. I mean, like of course, like you didn't sing on every song, but you were always the lyricist. You always came up with the stories, you always came up with the the lyrics. You were the one that wrote the the lyrics for most of the songs that we played, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like for you, like you're more of a of a lyricist when it comes to stuff like that. And I understand that. Like I get I get that. Like being being us, like being me and Zach, like we are the ones that like yeah, like writing lyrics is, is, is a cool thing to do. But I feel like for us, it's easier to write lyrics because we just kind of put together shit, and it's it is what it is. But we're yeah. more focused on the music and how it sounds. You're more of, let me tell a story with this song, and let me explain how how I feel or how this is gonna impact your life or how it impacted yeah. my life. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? like, this man's got
4: all the answers because like I, that I, that makes a lot yeah. more sense. Because if you think about it, back to the the very beginning days of Gracie Ocean, um, I wrote more than a few songs on my acoustic guitar Mm -hmm. before I even wrote the lyrics because I was just like, okay, this is what it's going to be, you know? But I, like, yes, I was, I was going to, I was trying to tell the story and trying to make the lyrics make sense and whatnot, but like, I just wanted it to sound like this. I didn't, I didn't necessarily care too much about the lyrics as much
0: as, you know, I guess. Well, and
4: that's, m- you would. Yeah. Um, well, it,
0: that, I guess that's just that's part of my personality. I get is like I've never once written a song. Okay, so once um, in the old band Grace the Ocean, Luis had sent me a guitar track, and I that's all I had to go off of. And before I even came up with drums, I already had the lyrics to the song. But that's like the only time that lyrics came after like an instrumental part. Like it's always lyrics first and then let's make it. It's just, I guess let's fit the instrumentals into these lyrics. Okay. Whether, whether I want to, you know, whether I mean to or not, I guess would be a better way to put it. I care more about what I have to say than like how it sounds when I say it. So you're just Bass Ackerds. That's all it is. No, but (laughs) (laughs) like, you know, even, even like if I think about it just in my day-to-day life, like I care more about how I say, or I care more about proper English. I I care more about what I have to say than I do about how it comes across. If that makes sense. Like, yeah, after the fact, I'm like, oh man, I feel like a jerk. Like I probably sounded mean when I said that. And I didn't mean it to. It's just like I'm more focused on what I have to say than you know, the tone of my yeah. voice and you know all that stuff. I I don't know.
3: It's just for in, me. In like, all honesty, dude, it's it's. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say it's it's hard to say. It's hard to find people like that though, dude. It's hard to find people that are that are more like in depth with their. Their words and the, and how they speak. I mean, there's there's people out there that are that are afraid to like speak to people. You know, what I mean, yeah. like, it's hard to find people that are are realistic with what they say. You know what I mean, it's so well, when it comes across to like writing, like we like Zach was saying, when when you're writing a song, like for me, for instance, when I write a song, I'm more focused on writing the melody and writing the the song before I write the lyrics. You know what I mean? And that's why yeah. that's why I, I appreciate Death Cab for what they are, because they're so in depth with their lyrics with almost every song that they write, dude. Every single song that they write has some sort of, like, metaphorical meaning or some sort of in-depth yes. meaning oh, yeah. on their song. And, and that's you why I know appreciate there was a lot of
4: thought that went behind that particular, yeah, yeah, like, exactly. lyric, that particular,
0: that particular set of lines Absolutely.
4: in that song.
3: Exactly.
0: Yeah. I just, I don't know. I think, and that's, you know, that being what I more naturally put out in, into, like, my creative endeavors that's more what I look for too. Like mm. you know, um, you know, on the subject of bands with like intricate instrumentals, my favorite band of all time covers that as well as everything else. Like seosin, like Bo Burchell oh, yeah. is one of the best guitar players like ever. Yeah. Like that's yeah. inarguable. Um their instrumentals, Alex Lopez is a fantastic drummer. Like if you were to strip the vocals away from Seosin, it's still my favorite sounding record too. Yeah. But it's what Cove Reber says on top of those instrumentals that... That like, makes you feel. Those that, guitar that riffs it. don't mean as much without the lyrics. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. You know, sure, that may be a cool guitar part, the beginning of voices with that band, you know, but without Kovreber saying a line like, I was blessed and I've forgotten how to love. Or I forgot the words by now. But, you know, talking about we speak in different voices when fighting with the ones we love. Like, without that, to me, that riff is meaningless, you know? Like, it sounds cool, but at the end of the day, like, where does it get you if you're not using it to to say something, you know? Which is why, like, in the same regard, this is kind of like... I'm realizing about myself now, this is why I don't like metal that much because the instruments sound cool, but the lyrics are all like just stupid. <laughs> you know, like, I'm um, trying to think of a good example. Like, uh, you know, like Slipknot, like amazing, amazing musicians. But for every like 666 that Corey Taylor throws out there, I'm like, bro, I don't care how your guitars sound. Like your words are just like meaningless to me, you know.
3: I mean, they literally have a song where he's like, "Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah."
0: We're yeah. like disturbed. Like it really spoke to me when he went, "Oh
4: yeah."
0: <laughs> oh, <I, I>, <laughs> well,
3: What's like like we said in the in the last <laughs> like we said in the last podcast, dude. Like when we first started playing metal, dude. Like we could put whatever the fuck we wanted into the songs. And Didn't it was care. Like, yeah didn't matter. Yeah, dude. Like, didn't matter. It was fun. Well, it was When pointless. you're screaming, only like 60%
0: yeah. of the people, if even that, understand what you're saying anyway. So. Well, and <laughs> yeah, even exactly that, dude. most
4: of the, you know, most of the instrumentals you throw in out there are like chugging like open chords. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like a... I think, bend. I
0: think that's a part of my issue too, though, know. is like, you know, going back, you were talking about animals as leaders and like the eight string guitars, like, I can't stand it. I'm one of those people that's like, you only need a four-piece drum set and a six-string guitar. Like, I'm just a, I'm a minimalist. You know, like I don't. It,
4: it speaks to you as like, you know, it doesn't matter what you have in front of you. If you are a talented musician, you can make it work. You can yeah. make it. You can make it speak. And that's wonders. always
0: been my argument. Is like I, I feel like you know seosin with six-string guitars and a you know I'm sure it's like a five or six-piece drum set, but still that. And they sound as good as animals as leaders with a you know, God knows how many piece drum set yeah. and an eight piece or eight string guitar and a probably like a six string bass. You, you know?
4: know, and my argument for that is the the more strings you have, the more intricate and the more you were able to produce.
0: Yeah, well and with, you know, I with I that, understand with like that heavier strings, guitar. you know, means heavier tone. But, deeper tone if if i understand
4: that, if i understand correctly and correct me if i'm wrong people please i think Tosin uses the eight string guitar as a bass and is also the guitar so he plays like the bass parts on the eight string guitar just as well player. as the guitar player uh, get the guitar player as well as the guitar parts
0: yeah see and then my argument is just get a bass player
3: you don't need it if you got an eight string. There are guitar, billions though.
0: of people in the world. You can find one person to play bass for you.
3: But I mean, it's less money that they have to spend on a bass player. But
0: that's true. But, but who's going to make money playing this kind of music anyway? Like, but let's be real. That's true. But chicken butt. But H string, bro. Yeah, uh, it's you can pointless.
4: do so much with that. I just you, you, can, you can do so freaking just get much, much with slinkies, that. Not even slinkies, bro. <laughs> You can do so much with an eight-string guitar. I just, Me personally, I've I never played anything more than a six. So, but I did. I've play, only played I, two I, I was in a band. I was in a band with a guitar player that loved seven-string because of how much extra he was able to do because of that one extra string.
0: But then you know you have to tune down to drop the, the depths of hell and. <laughs> No,
4: not necessarily. The, the cool thing I think about instrumentals too is like you can tune it to whatever you want. You can tune it to like whatever yeah. you want and you can produce a sound that's like... So like you want to make it super easy, have a tuning to where all you have to do is like put two fingers on these two strings on every single fret that you play yeah. and it'll produce the sound that you want, but you don't have to be intricate with it and place your fingers... All over the fretboard, like you would if you tuned it like a natural. You know, yeah. It's 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 one of those things that makes me respect instrumentalists a lot more as well.
0: And I I do want to I do want to clarify this. I want to make sure you understand. Like, I respect anybody who can play. Like Tosin Abasi is a famous guitar player for a reason. Like that dude is a beast. It's just anything he plays does not catch my ear whatsoever. You know, it's not. It's a personal taste thing. It's not a like I'm not arguing that they're not talented, you know. No like, that that And I I know you know that. I just want to make sure that the people listening for understand sure. like
4: because Brandon's seeming seeming like a negative Nancy over here I, on this yeah, episode. I'm just the jerk this episode. Brandon <laughs> doesn't agree with anything we talk about. It's like
0: it's like Matt Walsh. Am I the A-hole?
4: You are indeed the A hole. You could in say in fact say you are the dill hole.
0: The dill hole. I like it. Yes. But, <laughs> Any, you know, like, I don't know. I, it is a hundred percent personal taste though. You know, like one of my favorite guitar riffs of all time is anyone who's like halfway decent at guitar can probably listen to the, uh, beginning of, um, sleepers by Sayosin and be like, bro, that's so easy. <laughs> and like, I don't care if it's easy to play. Like, does it sound good? You know, like, yeah. Look look at a simple
3: melody in it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Look at look at Sugar We're Going Down by Fallout Boy, one of the biggest like pop punk songs of all time. I guarantee you, if I really tried and gave like 80% effort, I could learn that song on guitar. It still sounds amazing. So because it's there's a creativity that comes with it too. And for me personally, not that it's not creative when these songs are more like complex and intricate it just to me it loses a little bit of the the you know i care uh, it goes back to i care about what you have to say and i feel like it becomes less about what you have to say and more about what you can do at that point
4: okay so speaking on the creativity front in the instrumental world that we're delving into on this episode okay so what about like the the beyond the actual instrumentals like beyond the actual instruments there are electronics there are beats there are um you know there's there's so kind there's so many different kinds of like intricacies that you can throw into a a song beyond the actual the actual instruments yeah and you know um I also don't like EDM that much okay I, I can throw that into the realm of instrumentals too because like there it it is an instrumental and you have to be creative with it. It it does take time. It does take yeah. effort. Now does it take as much skill? Probably not. There's probably less of a skill ceiling as far as yeah. you know learning how to do that kind of stuff goes. But it does still take time. It takes knowledge. Mm-hmm. It takes Absolutely. a particular not i wouldn't i wouldn't say skill set but it does take a particular knowledge as to what you're trying to accomplish yeah um you know i mean look at icy stars look at inner shikari look at um bands that do that you know
0: dude and just even talking about like djs and instrumental music like i will i'll go to bat for them like all day like people who say oh he's just up on stage pushing a button like you're just being a douchebag like he wrote that music and recorded it. Like I, I appreciate it so much. I really do. I think like I could never make a song the way Skrillex does, or you're the just way
4: narrow-minded shallow
0: Mar- Martin Garrix does. It's just you know, like I had a co-worker you're that you just
4: you're just narrow-minded, shallow. It's all, that's
0: narrow-minded, all it is. You're narrow-minded. You're narrow-minded. You liberate your mind or whatever that Disturbed song is. <laughs> but
4: <laughs> why does Disturb keeps coming?
0: up? I, I have no idea. But, like, <laughs> I have a co-worker that went to go see some, some, like, EDM guy, like Martin Garrix or something. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, you're wasting your money. Like, you're going to go pay money to stand in a crowd full of sweaty people for a guy who's playing his pre-recorded Okay, okay, okay. Year. I'm going to
4: have to completely disagree with you on that. It's the same thing with Metalcore, and it's about the experience, Brandon. It's about the experience. This is why I'd rather
0: go see Blink than a day to remember.
4: I don't care at this point. I'm going to, like, full-on argue with you. Like, this is a Oh. That's a bad take, bro. Because that's the same thing as saying like we go to metalcore music not for the music itself, but for the experience, for the for the feeling, for the for the crowd presence. That's what I was saying
0: on the metalcore episode. Exactly, it's, it's like hip hop, like
4: like EDM though. Like you you pay a, money for that experience to uh, but experience that's the thing is, that. I don't want to pay money to go watch it. I'll just listen to it. But it's different listening to it than it is experiencing it. You might go to an EM yeah, concert loud and, it hurts and my old man ears. I don't care what you say at this point. You're you're wrong, like one hundred percent wrong at this point, bro. You like screw you. This is not okay. I'm not trying
0: to be right or wrong. I'm just giving you my opinion.
4: I don't care about your opinion Jeez. at this point, man. Like this is this is this is messed up. Like you're oh saying you're wasting your money going to this. But
0: no 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 no. It's an experience. That's bro. my personal experience. My personal opinion. I. If you, you have not
4: experienced it yet. If though.
0: you want to go pay money to watch Skrillex play his songs, like, please, you spend your money on whatever you. Want. If you want to buy a freaking unicorn, like, go to Mars and buy a unicorn. I don't give a crap. Like, go to Mars. I'm to just buy saying, I want to Does this
4: debunk <laughs> the fact? That, is, is this, like, factual stuff? Like, unicorns come from Mars? Aliens. Unicorns are real.
0: I sent a unicorn and once. Did you real, really? But. Yeah. I was, uh,. I was on some stuff, but I saw a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, kid, butt in in here, do Trevor, butt in here, please. don't do Trevor,
4: butt in here, please, because you're clearly the middleman here. You're clearly
0: right on everything. Trevor, tell me how I'm right.
4: Tell me how I'm right. <laughs> or tell me how we're both severely wrong on this. Tell
0: me I'm wrong. Oh, that's a song.
3: <laughs> I mean, so I was going to say, like, it's it's in all honesty dude, like being as the the person that i am like i don't i don't go to shows that often right mm-hmm. like it's and I'm, I'm constantly busy and I'm as you constantly shouldn't you're 31 years old and like yeah no shit <laughs> um <laughs> i would love to okay so like for instance i had an associate that came up to me the other day and he's like yeah man we're gonna go see this band and they're playing at the lowbrow and like I was like, okay, man, like, who's it going to be? He's like, I've never heard of them before, but they're, they're, the band's called Movements. And I was like, okay, like, first of all, fuck you. Second of all, they're playing at Lowbrow. Like, Lowbrow's like right down the road. Like, but that's my thing, dude, is like, even people who don't know who the bands are, you don't know like exactly what it is. Like, I, I kind of low-key agree with Zach because like, it is the experience. Like, uh, even if you're not there to see the band, like, you're also there to like, Enjoy time with your friends. You're in you're yeah. there to enjoy time like to hang out and like kind of have a nostalgic, especially for us, like and people in like our in our community in the email community, you're you're there to experience like we grew up going to warp tour. We grew up going to shows, yeah. especially like people that like us that went and played shows, like you're you're there to experience that. Like for I, I, I miss it. I tell people all the time I miss mm-hmm. playing shows, I miss being a part of that. But also like yeah, you could stay home and listen to it. You could. Because, I mean, in all honesty, like, the the world is at our fingertips, you know what I mean? Like, the internet is there. That's what it's there for. But, I mean, getting out of your home, especially the fact that we've been, like, for the past, like, two years just sitting at home doing nothing because of COVID, Yeah, you want to get out and experience shit, you know what I mean? You want to get out and do things. And, like, that's why, like, a few episodes ago, I tried to say that, like, I try to diversify my music and not just listen to, like, metal and listen to... um the punk emo scene and anything like that is because, like, I'm I'm trying to diversify myself and, like, I would love to, like, if somebody was like, dude, like, Kendrick Lamar is here in town or, like, for instance, like, anybody, just a, just a random band, dude. Like, we went and saw um, some random, like, house band one time. We went to a party and there was, like, this random, like, ska punk band that was playing at the show. yeah and, like, I recorded the whole thing. It was awesome. But it was just, like, a random band. You know what I mean? Like, it's... I feel like it is the experience, dude. You're there to, like, experience, like, being... A part of it, being a part of the party, being a part of like everybody that's there. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. I feel like it is part of the experience, man. So, Absolutely. what
4: Trevor's saying here is you need to retract that statement about <laughs> you're wasting <laughs> your money going to see a, a band like Skrillex, an EDM band. You need to retract you're that statement. You're not wasting right now.
0: your money literally. Okay. You're wasting it, in my opinion. Okay. And that's what I was saying from the <laughs> beginning. I agree with Trevor 100%. Any live music experience is amazing. Like, I love live music. But when, you know, when My Chemical Romance comes to town, it's like, man, if I can, I'd love to go watch them. Because it takes me back to when I was, you know, when we were young. And (laughs) I don't have that kind of experience with any instrumental band because those weren't a thing in 2004, you know? Like yeah. it doesn't they have the value the, the only music I would pay money to go see unless, you know, my uh, significant other asked me to is like the bands we talk about all the time. Like,
3: so, so in other words, most of the, in Brandon's opinion, most of the time it's more of like a nostalgic. This thing is the, ep- there for the
4: the like, episode title. In Brandon's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> in Brandon's
3: opinion. It's gotta be man. I feel like I feel like that's s- the truth, dude. Because I mean, like anytime that we, okay, so like for instance, time. Anytime that I went and saw fucking Follow Boy, which I've seen Follow Boy like fucking four or five times now, and I've met them yeah. once or twice. Um.
4: Pete, wants his beautiful, sparkly it's, eyes. It's because beautiful one, sparkly I eyes.
3: love Kelly. <laughs> One, I love Kelly, and it's her favorite band like of all time, yeah. and two because I also grew up with them, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like it was a nostalgic yeah. thing for me exactly like, meeting all of them and being taller than all of them, and like putting my arms around them and them trying to put their arms around me because I'm six foot three and they can't even reach me, yeah, it was amazing, <laughs> you know what I mean like <laughs> like and and then like fucking um Pete and fucking um. Uh, and them making fun of the fact that like they can't even reach me because I'm so tall, like that was awesome. You know what I mean? Like, uh,
0: well, bro, that's but a, at the end
3: of the day, it, it it's a nostalgic thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's you want to be there because it's one of your favorite bands that you grew up with, like.
0: Well, bro, that's our Guns and Roses, like.
3: Yeah, yeah exactly. Finn, yeah. Finn
0: McKenty says it all the time. He like, we're at the point where those bands are the bands that you would see on the now. That's what I call music, or the you know, like the the um. You know, if you leave the TV on and you fall asleep at like one in the morning, like the ads <laughs> yeah. come on of like, no, I get nothing you. but 70s music, you know, yeah. that's us now. It really it, is. You know what? I'm learning that's to be sad. okay with it. I hate, it's sad. I hated that stuff when I was a kid. Like hate all, is a strong all, word, but I really, really, really don't like it. Yes. But you know, um, like I, I despised the idea of that when I was a kid, I was like, no, my music's going to be awesome forever. I'm okay with the fact I am that old rock and roll dad, but my old rock and roll bands are like my chemical romance and under oath. Like that's that's, how it is. That's just, that's just just the reality. That's how it's going to be for years
4: to come, man. And
0: yes, I am the bitter old man who, when new kids show up and want to play at my, like when we were young fest, I'm like, get off my lawn.
3: Well, all I got to say is you're welcome for the therapy session. I'm glad you guys came to a conclusion. Um, yeah. (laughs) Did we come to a conclusion?
0: Brandon, did we come to a conclusion? Yes, you, I mean, you know, you, you know the meme, like the yeah. meme of the wizard from that Disney movie, where it's like, "You see, I'm just a bitter, ugly old man," or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's where I'm at right now.
3: It's <laughs> the conclusion,
0: dude. We're all fucking old. That's what it is.
4: <laughs> Can we agree to disagree, Brandon?
3: <laughs> I feel like I feel like at the end of the day, like being a part of. If you're an instrumental band, if you're a fucking, like, just a band in general, and your whole idea is, like, you're trying to get your message across to people, no matter what you're doing, you're trying to set an example for people, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're trying to set some sort of ground in in your music, and, like, some people are trying to do it for the clout, you're trying to make music so you can make money, like, I get it, Yep. because there's people out there that are struggling, and they're trying to, like, do something with what they have, I get that, but, like... For us when we were growing up, it was because we loved playing music. You know I mean, it was because yeah. we loved doing it and we loved all that shit. But also the fact that like
0: Zach is giving me the dirtiest look in the world right now. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't I, I feel like I didn't do any I have done nothing wrong. <laughs> I'm just being myself, man. <laughs> oh my god. Gosh darn it.
4: See, people, we don't agree on everything. Zach was like, You're so
3: fucking wrong, bro. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. This is beautiful. Oh my God. I love this.
4: late to the party this time. Brandon's floodgates have opened.
0: Bro, that piss just hit me like at the end of the song?
4: Yeah, that's how I felt earlier, and you made fun of me for it, so screw you. I was making fun of you just now, too. Uh, What? (laughs) Why would you you ever make fun of me? I'm sorry.
0: I'm not sorry.
4: Are you truly sorry? No. Damn. Well, screw you, too, then.
0: That... Let me say this with the utmost insincerity. I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> For those listening, there is no bad blood. There's no heat between me there and There's only blood orange. <laughs> it's a blood orange double
0: wit beer. Yeah. And a blood orange double wit rivalry between Zach and myself. There there's no bad blood. This is
4: all in good fun. We love to argue with each other. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's super fun. We love to have disagreements on the show because a lot of times it feels like we just all agree
0: on everything, but We're just like an echo chamber of emo people. Because that's Elder how it emos. is. But it's
4: very very cool to have disagreements on things. It's very cool to see different sides of different Very
0: fun to understand how zach is wrong in everything
4: i'm wrong <laughs> with everything i've ever done in my life so that's well, yeah. nothing new
0: duh bro come on but you're wrong a, uh...
4: with everything you have ever done for this podcast but so
0: t- trevor is the devil's advocate
3: yes i mean i just tried to uh I just try to put my opinion out there, man. I get I get <laughs> shit on every time, so.
0: For I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, man. Dude, that I, just, uh, disclaimer, a, disclaimer,
4: disclaimer, disclaimer for everybody listening. These are all opinions. That everything, you, made me you feel to, when everything you said you listen to, everything you hear, <laughs> all opinions. Okay, I'm I'm I like, stressing that into the microphone so you can hear. It is all opinions i feel
0: like a disgusting person after what trevor
4: said
3: (laughs) (laughs) about a month ago like uh probably two months ago i had a girl that uh that i work with i was telling her and a couple other people about about the podcast and i just wanted them to like give it a listen and she she came up to me like a week after i told her to, to check out the podcast and she was like so uh, you don't like I Prevail huh and I was like what are you talking about cuz I forgot what, what the fuck we were talking about to be honest with you. <laughs> I yeah like, I forget sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like in the podcast you said that you don't you don't like I Prevail and I was like no like they're okay like I mean they're not my favorite band or anything and she's like well no like you straight up said that you don't like them and I was like well I mean that's my opinion dude like I mean, it's not that I don't I don't hate them or anything. It's just that I feel like they're kind of drawn out, and they they get played on the radio a lot. And like, I've heard a bunch of their songs, and like, there's a few songs that I do enjoy by them. And she's like, well, no, like you made it straight out sound like you hated them. And I was like, dude, like, again, it's a podcast, like that's our whole thing. Like, we're yeah. just trying to put out our opinion. You know what I mean? Like,
5: that's
4: so. Funny. It'll be okay.
3: People, all <laughs>
4: opinions. Full disclaimer. All opinions. We do this because we love it. We do this because we have fun doing it. We do this because this is what we grew up doing. Yeah. The main premise of this whole podcast was because we all, when we used to, when we all used to be here, Hastings was the Hastings. place to yep. hang out for us people who loved music. That's because the they one had thing.
0: If you have a bad opinion about Hastings, you're wrong. I'll agree yeah, with that. That's, I the, yeah, only, agree with that's that the only blanket. Like, we would we
4: would go there. They had their own coffee shop. We would get yeah. coffee. We would walk around the, the CD section debating new music, talking about new music, talking about bands that some of us didn't even know existed, buy that CD, yep. proceed to take that CD to the vehicle, to pop in the CD and jam the CD, to get the other person to listen to it, to enjoy it. This is what we've been doing for 10 plus years. We we, we love talking about music. We love debating music. We love arguing with each other about music. Even if some of us are wrong. Always wrong. Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. We love doing it. Um... <laughs> also i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna segue again here before we get moving on um we just got a notification for 500 listens on the elder emo podcast that's amazing thank
0: you all our first episode has over 100 plays already thank
4: you so much guys um we really 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 appreciate it it is Absolutely please, amazing. please, not only play the podcast, share it
0: with your friends, share it with your family. Let what- go, go to the grocery store. I'm not even joking. I've said this on the Elder EMO yes, Hour. Like, go you have. tap people on the shoulder and just play it in their ear off of your Spread phone. Spread it like, around. Who cares how weird or awkward it is. They're going to love it. So like, Everybody's going to love it. Anyways, thank you guys <laughs> so much it. for supporting
4: us. If you would like to support us even more, please go and follow us on our social media pages. Yes. At The Elder Email Podcast on and Facebook. And tell Trevor to make a TikTok Instagram for us because I'm not going to. Uh, email us. Feel free to get in You're, contact with uh, us if you have an idea for a show. If you have... A band
0: that you would like us to listen to. If you have suggestions for music, we'll respond and tell you why we're not going to do it. But anyway, go ahead. If you have
4: suggestions for music you would like us to play on the show, please let us know. Yeah, for
0: sure, though. Um, For real.
4: Email us, theelderemailpodcast at gmail.com. This has been so fun for all three of us listening. Oh, yeah. Um, Just thank you guys so much. 500 plays is huge. It is fantastic. It's, 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 amazing it's more than we ever thought
0: that we would ever get in just a short amount of time too like the first episode came out in april of this year yeah man it's been for something that literally just i was stuck in an airport and i was like i'm gonna put this podcast out there we go here we are now like that's pretty incredible like a
4: little over half a year and we have 500 plays thank you guys so much for listening to us if you have any suggestions i'm not joking kidding anything let us know. I'm joking. Hit us up. Let us know. <laughs> give us suggestions. Give us music to listen to. Give us stuff to say. We will talk about it. We we love this. Yeah, this definitely. is what we, yeah. we love to do. It is
0: it's I mean, is, we're always
3: trying to come up with with an idea for the podcast, man. So definitely give us your ideas, give us your opinions. Yeah. Let absolutely. us know what's going on, man.
0: The best place if you want a quick response from me anyway is Instagram. So go to the Instagram. <sighs> anyway, but, this this has been fun. Um, you guys know that I hate lots of things now. Um, Trevor has made some great points to, you know, point out why me and Zach both are a holes, but. Trevor's the mediator. He's standing in between. He's like, please stop fighting. Even though he's like, stop it. He's not even in the room with us. He's like (laughs) sitting there in his apartment, like pretending to hold us. Like, please, (laughs) please don't fight each other. I love you both. Please don't. (laughs) All the while, we're the only two in the same room. So we can do whatever we want. If we kill each other, Trevor can't stop us. Live on the podcast. live on man the podcast. slaughter man sl- bro slaughter <laughs> hey we're gonna start a death metal band called bro slaughter
4: oh dude I was about to say that same thing see
0: this is what this is what it's all about people yeah. like me and Brandon may
4: disagree on some stuff we may get into some heated arguments but we have the same mind <laughs> we integrate within each other we love each other I don't integrate within you then that's, you suck that's gay bro man <laughs> screw you get out of here that's good.
0: I eat that by apartment. myself. Get, get out of my house. Yes, I will leave my own home. <laughs> You're right. My bad. Oh man.
3: Oh, uh, dude, this you is take this your spoiled meat with you. you spoiled
5: meat? <laughs>
3: yeah. Spoiled meat that's been in the fridge for five days. You,
0: you gross. That's the dude, That's the episode title. Take your spoiled meat with you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh
4: man, this has Ooh. been a lot of fun. I love you, Zach. I love you too, Brandon. Always. Even though you piss me off. You make my heart happy. You make my heart happier. That's kinda gay. Keep going. You're make you're 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 my best friend. <laughs>
0: you're my best friend.
4: <laughs> Don't let the invisible
0: fire burn my friend.
4: Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> jesus anyways guys thank you so much for tuning in and and having a blast with us i hope you have enjoyed it just as much as we've enjoyed recording it this has been zach this has been brandon
3: this has been trevor
4: and we will catch you guys on the next episode on the next
3: one there he goes
1: A never-ending train wreck I swear my legs, they function But I'm assembled to crawl I'm heading east of Benson To glorify a casket Whether it's with fall